All right, folks, there's no other way to say it. It looks like Toronto is completely addicted to cranes. Yes, that's right. We have probably the highest number of cranes in North America. Good reason for it. However, if things don't go according to plans, we might soon see these cranes migrating. This is the Masaga Life. I'm Sean Jaffrey. So it comes as no surprise that Toronto, just the city of Toronto, not Ontario, has the highest number of cranes being used uh, anywhere in North America. While housing starts are kind of slowing down, there's plenty of residual construction activity that's still taking place. Things are still being built or purchased three, four years ago. Uh, according to RLB's latest crane data index, yes, there is such a thing. RLB is a company that monitors these things. For Q1, it shows that the number of active cranes working on residential and commercial developments in major metro regions shows just how much of an outlier Toronto is compared to its counterparts in the other uh, North American cities. So to give you an idea, uh, Toronto has more cranes, and, and we're talking total, residential and commercial, operating right now than Seattle, LA, Denver, Washington, Calgary, San Francisco, Chicago, New York, Portland, and Boston combined. So Toronto has more, this one city, Toronto has more cranes than these other 11 cities combined. The number of active cranes, it shows um, in Q1 of 2023, Toronto had about 240, maybe a, a little bit over 240 cranes actively operating, whereas combined in New York, Boston, Chicago, Los Angeles, Seattle, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C., uh, there were less than that, probably around 220, uh, looks like. So it's not a perfect measure of overall construction activity due to obviously longer uh, turnaround times when it comes to construction, but it is still something that is of note. Um, giving the looming fallout for commercial real estate in that sector, it's also interesting that Toronto has as many cranes operating in non-residential developments than the top five U.S. cities combined. So when it comes to commercial development, Q1 2023, the RLB Crane Index shows us that Toronto has close to we're just under 100 cranes operating when it comes to the commercial sector, uh, commercial development, which is a little bit more than LA, Seattle, Denver, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. It's also a good reminder that there's, uh, there's a tremendous labor market leverage to this, to this construction boom, which will likely come under pressure as higher interest rates and uh, the lower housing starts have uh, really begun showing signs of like, uh, you know, trends of like um, housing starts weakening. So, I mean, we have all these cranes and rightly so, we have a big portion of our workforce depends on construction one way or the other. Uh, to give you an idea, in the U.S., it's always kind of hovered like a total share of employment. Construction is always kind of hovered between 4 and 5%. In Canada, it was around 7% um, 20, 30 years ago, but now it's closer to 8%. So uh, 8% of people are linked to or are employed in the construction industry one way or another. By the way, this also includes when it comes to doing renos and things like that, not just new construction. So our economy clearly depends very heavily on construction. The cranes, I guess you can say, are a good sign when you see them everywhere. By the way, I think cranes uh, are more heavily used on sites like where condos are being being built or um, residential condos or commercial condos more so than you will find uh, in a site where they're developing single family homes. Okay. Given that new sales have virtually stopped 
We're like at 10% of what we're doing last year when it comes to new construction uh, and a looming recession. This does not bode well for the construction industry. On top of that, we have like record population boom. Um, had a million people come in last year. If you take a look at um, 2023, it's just as strong as it was in 2022. When it comes to non-permanent residence admissions, NPRs, temporary workers, you can call them, that came to Canada in 20. 23. If we're just looking at the first two months of the year, January to February, we are almost, uh, we're double of what we were five years ago. And we're, you know, we're much, much higher. So we had like last year, we were at like 140,000 NPRs. This year, we're at like 220,000 NPRs, 100,000 more. And when it comes to permanent resident admissions, we are just under 100,000 permanent PRs or permanent resident admissions for January, February of 2023. And last year, we were at about 70, 75,000. Uh, so we've had a lot more NPRs or temporary workers coming to Canada. Uh, what that does is that puts, um, obviously NPRs, a lot of these guys are, even the PRs when they first come to Canada, they don't purchase right away. They do rent for a year or two before they purchase. So most of the pressure there goes on the rental market. But I mean, if we've learned anything is that when there is short supply of rental properties, then you have investors who get into markets and then purchase rental properties because they know there's a great demand for them. So the interesting thing to note is, yes, it's good. Construction is good. We need more homes. Um, and that's another issue that uh, a lot of end users are just not, they don't have access to homes the same way they used to. Like, I don't know, five years ago, 10 years ago, and uh, cost of living has gone up and all that stuff. But because of the higher interest rates, what we are seeing is that there is a downward trend when it comes to housing starts. So the cranes are really, really good, good sign of development and prosperity and all that jazz. But um, this, the numbers are showing us a different trend. And uh, well, let's just first talk about what housing starts are. Housing starts are basically as soon as you put a shovel into the ground and construction starts on a project, whether it's a condominium building or whether it's uh, you know, a single family detached home, those have started to slow down. Uh, while population growth looks set to keep surging, housing starts tumbled 11.2% month over month in March to hit 214,000 on an annualized basis, the second lowest monthly reading since mid-2020. This was the fourth decline in five months. So just to kind of give you an idea, in Canada, so this is what's happening. In 2023, when it came to detached homes all over Canada, we had, and this is just for the month of March, we had 2,700 housing starts for the month of March for detached homes all of Canada. Uh, in 2022, last year, we had 4,172, so quite a bit more about 1,300, 1,400 more starts last year than this year. When it came to all other property types, like we're talking about townhomes, we're talking about uh, condominiums, uh, condominium apartments, then this year we had 12,000 and last year we had 11,900. So we're actually up maybe a percentage point, whereas detached, we're down about 35%. Uh, remember, this is Canada. So altogether, net, we are down 8% in terms of housing starts for Canada. We are down from 16,000 last year. We're now to 14,700 this year. So we're down 8%. Uh, when it comes to Ontario, a little bit of a different story. So in Ontario, when it came to detached homes in 2022, last year, we had 1,600 starts in the month of March. And in this March, 2023, 1,100 starts down 32%. 
When it came to the other things, uh, like a condominium apartments, uh, townhomes, et cetera, last year we're at 4580 4580 and this year 4690 So we're up 2%. So not a big change there. But overall, we're down net uh, 7% when it comes to housing starts. And the numbers have been similar for February and January. So I, I hate to say it, but if it keeps going in that direction, it just means that we're going to have less and less inventory down the road. Plus, we know that the last six to eight months, new sales have been in the dumps. Nobody's really purchasing because the interest rates are really high. Investors aren't really leveraging HELOCs and home equity line of credits and uh, you know refinancing and all that stuff. So this all does not bode well if things keep going the way they're going right now. Uh, we're not going to be seeing all these cranes. Uh, and like I said in the intro, they might just migrate somewhere else. Um, yeah, so that's it for this video. I hope any of this information, if it makes sense to you, please go ahead, uh, like and subscribe, share with family and friends, and I will see you in the next. Take care.